This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 Basketball Podcast. I'm excited to be joined by Jared Nunes. Uh, Jared, it's good to have you on the podcast. I know you're pressed for time, so I got only 15 minutes with you, but so let's get right, right into it. Um, love Sounds to good. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you taking time to do this. Um, love to hear some feedback. I know you can't go into a lot of uh, specifics, but I, I just want to hear how you think our team is developing, especially coming off that LSU scrimmage. And A&M is this Saturday or is it Sunday? When do we scrimmage them? Uh, this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay, so probably know even more. I mean, they have a pretty good backcourt. It's supposed to be, right. uh, I think, their top 25 and some of the strength metrics at least. Um, so, so what do you like from what you've seen so far? You know, I, I've, I've traded some texts with you, so I have a little bit of understanding of, of what you think uh, our team is like as far as development. And, and um, I, I would say you're pretty excited, right? Extremely excited, to say the least. Um, you know, anytime you get a couple, you know, you're, you're starting a new year and you have some new faces, right, and mixed with some returning guys and, and, and some new younger players, it, you know, it always takes time. Um, but it helps when you have the leadership like uh, Flo Thamba, uh, Adam Flagler, and then you have some new guys who have, uh, who are a little older, played at a high level. And then you also have some returning guys coming back. So um, to say the least, it's been good. Canada is, is was, was really a, a good opportunity for us because we got a chance to, uh, to play some some guys who, you know, haven't had an opportunity to play a lot of minutes. Um, so we enjoyed that experience and uh, kind of just took that experience into the first couple of weeks of practice. So um, it's been really, really good. One of the concerns was how would Adam Flagler adjust to playing point guard? And I think the early returns have been really good on that, right? I mean, you feel very confident that he's going to be just like we've seen in some of our great point guards in the past? Very, very confident. I think one of the biggest reasons why is because Adam's a, a student of the game. Um, as well as uh, we felt like he played this past weekend, he still understood that it was an adjustment for him. Um, he knew that it was something that uh, he was going to continue to get better at. That position is difficult. Um, I think it's one of the most difficult positions in sports, you know, next to being a quarterback, maybe even being a goalie in hockey. But I think it's a difficult position to learn, and, and, and he's learning it with flying colors right now. And the great thing, like I said about him, is he's he just wants to learn. He's a student. He watches film. He asks questions. He's reached out to a lot of the guys who have played the position before, including Tweedy and even myself. And, and so he's been great. I mean, uh, we, can't, we can't speak highly of him enough. I know you and uh, Alvin are responsible, you know, for the most part for de the defense. I, I know it's a team effort on all sides of the ball. And then John and Scott, you know, focus on offense more. What have you seen from, you know, defensive uh, improvements? You know, I mean, and, and you won't really know that until you start playing other competition, but you got, you got a glimpse of that against LSU. Are you happy with the buy-in and the communication so far from what you've seen on the defensive end of the, the ball? Extremely happy with the buy-in. Uh, one thing that Coach Brooks and I um, often stress is that on that side of the ball is, you know, don't don't make us have to coach effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if there's mistakes schematically or if there's stakes or even we have breakdowns, you know, that's okay. You know, we can deal with that. Let's just, let's just make sure that effort isn't something that we have to coach. Um, that hasn't been. So both of us have been um, extremely pleased with that. And Alvin's just been unbelievable. His mind, 
um, you know, just his concepts and things that he sees his way that he's able to teach has been great. So, um, you know, we're always striving for perfection, even though we know we can't be perfect, but we try to practice perfect so we can develop really, really, really good habits. And we think if our habits are always good, we have the same, same old born habits that, you know, that will lead to hopefully us having some success. I was, I was having a conversation today with Larry Gatewood and, and he mentioned this, uh, he's coached before he played at Baylor and, uh, you know, I think he has a good understanding of, of, of basketball in general, but he said, you know, if we play faster offensively, um, it's going to be hard to play fast or speed teams up defensively. Also, uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Is there, is there, I know John Jacobs mentioned that we want to push the ball and, you know, get into our offense, get good looks earlier in the shot clock, try to have more possessions. Does that equate to maybe, you know, skidding back on half court defense and trapping more and, and just trying to get, you know, deflections into, you know, into lanes to get transition or, you know, what, what is the, how do you, how do you play complimentary basketball with, with that uh, philosophy offensively? Um, I think that's part of it. And I think we've, you know, we've, uh, you know, we look to kind of look at different ways that we can, you know, get out and get in easy baskets. And I mean, for us, it, you know, it definitely starts at the defensive end getting stops, whether that is half court, whether that is maybe thrown in the press here or there, but we want to get out and run. And the compliment to our guys this year is we have guys that really, really move the basketball. Not that we haven't in the past, because we've had great, great teams and great guards, but this group does a really, really good job of sharing and, and pitching the ball ahead. So we want to try to, you know, maximize on all those opportunities. But we know that starts with defensive rebounding, which is something we really want to do a better job mm-hmm. of this season. Yeah. And just making sure that we end up being what we think we can be, which is that's the top five defensive team. I think, you know, we have enough offensive firepower that we're going to score. I mean, we're going to, we're going to score points. We're not going to have a problem doing that, but we know that he, it helps us get even more and easier opportunities once we get stops. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. You know, Alvin said something that I've been thinking about ever since I interviewed him. He, he said that uh, the new rim uh, defense is taking charges and uh, I thought that was an interesting insight. It, do you have a goal for how many charges you want to take? I, he, he mentioned 70 on that national championship team. Uh, and that was without playing five games. Is, is that, is that a standard, you know, to get over that 70 mark? Or, I mean, is that even something that you uh, try to measure? Or is it or is it just more of a let's let's just make the right basketball play? Yeah, I think that, that that's a good mark to have. I mean, maybe you add 75 if you can play, you know, all of your games. Um, I think that's a really good mark. And for us, you know, we, we got some good opportunities to get them last scrimmage, which was good. Um, but I agree with Coach Brooks. I mean, that's definitely – a standard for us is being able to load up to the ball and, and, and take charges. And uh, that's kind of like our, our second defense at the rim. Our first defense at the rim is taking charges. The second one is just trying to alter shots. And we got guys that can do it with Josh and, and Flo and even Caleb and Zach. So, but yeah, taking charges is a staple of our defense and guys are doing a good job buying into that. That's, that's great. I, I know you've been primarily focused on the wings um, and development uh, this summer. 
what have you what have you seen from those guys? I mean, you've got uh, Jordan Turner returning, Austin Sachs, uh, second year in the program as well. But um, you know, uh, Jalen Bridges and Caleb Lohner are new uh, to Baylor. Certainly not new to college basketball experience guys. You know, what have you seen from them just as far as their improvement, their attitude, their um, their work ethic? I'd uh, lo- love to hear some comments on each of those guys. Extremely proud of those guys, all four of them. Um, since this summer, they've been working extremely hard. Um, I'll start with Caleb, you know, for him going from having to where he played strictly a five at, at BYU, um, he was a little heavier. And so the transformation that we had to make with him, um, losing weight, playing more on the perimeter, which he's done an unbelievable job. He works extremely hard on and off the floor. I mean, we, you know, he bugs me every, every day to show film, 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 film. And we watch it every day. Uh, he's a student of the game. He's a perfectionist. And and so he's uh, he's really, really made strides. His shooting has made strides. He's really worked on that. Uh, free throw shooting has improved. Um, so he's done a great job. Jalen as well. Um, you know, him and I are, are really trying to focus on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we, Him and I both feel like, as, as, as well as our staff, feel like he can be – uh, a really, really good defensive player, and he is one. But just him being an elite one, I think, you know, we feel like he can do that. He scores the ball, shoots the ball extremely well, um, getting stronger, gets to the basket. So very, very happy with him. Um, Austin's a walk-on for us. Um, can't say enough great things about him. Um, pushes the guys every single day. Um, great personality, great person to have on the team. He's actually improved as well. Uh, and then Jordan. Who, who played really, really well in Canada, also played well in the scrimmage last uh, last weekend, um, continues to improve. Um, his shooting has made big strides. Um, his body's gotten stronger with Coach Charlie, so credit to him, of course, because I feel like Charlie's the best strength coach in the country. And uh, his ball handling has improved. So as a position coach, I'm extremely, extremely happy. But um, they, they can tell you that I'm their biggest fan, but their toughest critic, so I want to keep keep the foot on the gas and keep getting better yeah that's good to hear all right so i'll change you change it up a little bit um scott drew's been making some headlines on twitter uh for for saying that he wants 128 teams in the tournament he thinks like that would be a good number versus 68 um to me it made sense the more i thought about it because i i mean i don't know if if this is part of the thinking but it would it would be an awesome thing for college basketball in my opinion if you played those first 32 games on the home campuses and then just started the 64 tournament neutral, you know, so if you maybe you played that, you know, Monday, Tuesday, you, you had that, uh, those 32 games and then, and then you get to the field of 64 and then you go to the neutral sites like we've done all along, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, just curious on your thoughts. I mean, is that, is this something you ever talk about as a staff or is that just something he, he mentioned off the top of his head that uh, drew some attention? I actually like that thought process, what you just brought up. I think that would that would actually be a good proposal. Um, I think Coach Drew and I may be a little bit biased uh, on our decision with that because both of us coming from Valparaiso right. where, you know, we had a lot of success, but we understand the importance of uh, winning the conference tournament. You know, in my career, thankfully, we were able to, to go four out of five years. Um, and so, you know, but – on the flip side of that, we knew no matter what kind of year we had, whether we beat some high majors or whatever the case may be, if we didn't win that conference tournament, you know, we weren't going to have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. So I think 
you know, just knowing what that means for guys who are playing at really good programs, but having the chance to, to play in the NCAA tournament or never having the chance to, to play in the NCAA tournament, you know, it's, it's, it's not an unfair thing because, of course, you got to win, but it's just the experience like no other. So just having other other players, coaches, teams, having that chance to experience that, um, I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be kind of cool. Who, who doesn't want one more game of basketball, right? That's uh... Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so my final question would be just about um, the backcourt because you play guard in college, and I remember talking to you the year we won the national championship before the season started, and you said, hey, we got a filthy backcourt. I don't know. If we have what it takes to cut down the nets, but I but I like this team and and you like, I'm I'm getting the same vibes from you this year. Of course, you know you need some luck and and you need uh, good fortune as far as injuries are concerned as well. But um, we know you know going into the season, Adam, L.J. Cryer, Keontae George are getting All American, All Big Twelve accolades. Uh, we know that you know those three are going to be great players. I just love to hear some comments about you know Langston Love. Uh, Dale Bonner, who I was super impressed with in, in uh, Canada. And then also, you know, D'Antoine Grimes, very impressed with him as well. Just, you know, how what have you seen from them and uh, those six guards? I mean, is that the best backcourt in the nation? And, it's, and does it rival the one we had two years ago? Well, I mean, I say it, you know, in all being humble as possible. Um, I, I truly believe that they are the best backcourt in the country, if not the best, for sure one of the best. Um, extremely talented, great kids, well coached. Um, and that's one through six. Um, like you said, starting with Dan and, and Dantuan and, and Langston, who, you know, Dantuan's coming from junior college. So making that adjustment, he's been great. Um, he continues to get better every single day. Langston's getting healthier and healthier um, each week that goes by. Um, extremely high basketball IQ, tough, tough kid, man. And he can make shots. Um, and then Dale Bonner, who, you know, we feel like has just made the biggest strides. Um, he started to come on strong last year, if you remember, mm-hmm. um, just getting used to the pace and, and just the physicality of of our level. But now, I mean, if you come watch him play, I mean, you're, you're just going to be in awe. And he's he's very, very talented, super smart, um, got a great um, change of pace, really, really fast, competes. Um, and his shooting has has really made big big strides. And then you got the the three guys with with um, Keontae, Adam, and LJ, um, who, to be honest, they're they're a problem. I mean, in a good in a, in a, in a good way. Yeah. And all of you know, with all of our guards are, but those, right. those three are, are um, you know, they're 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 pretty good. So um, excited for them to in all of our guys to have an opportunity to really um, show what they're capable of doing and, um, and getting people a chance to see and play. Well, uh, Alvin mentioned that Dale is, has been just taking a huge, huge leap in communication skills and, and, you know, when, what he his talking his chatter on defense, you know, calling out ball screens, et cetera. Um, is there someone else on the team that you could, you know, see that has made a huge stride defensively, maybe in in, in a way like that, you know, just communication? LJ LJ Cryer, mm, for interesting. sure. Interesting, yeah. Um, you know, I think he's naturally been a guy that leads by example. He plays really, really hard. Um, tough kid. But I'm proud of him, just the strides he's made as far as just being a leader. Yeah. Um, talking more on the bench, 
on the when he's not in the game um, this past weekend. He was great on the bench, talking in practice, or holding guys accountable. You know, because this is his third year now, so right. he's 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 a vet. We call him vets, and and he's really been helping the young guys and using his voice more because he's got a great feel. He understands things we're doing on both ends of the ball. So very, very pleased with him and his leadership and Adam as well. You know, Adam is another guy who often leads by example, but him just being more vocal, um, you know, really, really helps our team and, and Flo Famba is, as well, I think has made a stride in that. So, um, you know, we're, we're leading by committee and those guys have been great um, trying to take on that role. Good stuff. Well, you said 15 minutes. It's been a little bit over 15 minutes, so I'll let uh, you go. No but uh, Anything for you, brother. Hey, thank you. And and buy your tickets, man. This is going to be a fun ride. Let's get that uh, Feral Center rocking and uh, tr- try to go undefeated at home and uh, you know do everything we can to support our Bears, Sick'em Bears. Sick'em Bears.